It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Ducks fans. Welcome to another episode of the Quack Report. My name's Carter. I'm joined by Nate. Uh, we haven't had any games to talk about for Ducks games, so we're just going to take off here. <laughs> He's uh, at Tate. No, no I'm kidding. <laughs> Could you imagine? It's like a I'm, one minute podcast and like, yeah. like 50 <laughs> seconds of it is music. <laughs> I'm really glad I didn't cut you off actually for a joke that I had because that was, I, I think, better. Oh, okay. Well, what's your joke? You can share it too, and then we can let people vote. Man, fucking turn it down. It's All-Star weekend. I'm hungover as fuck like every other NHL player at this weekend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at least Troy Terry, I would imagine. <laughs> I was laughing at uh, the Sportsnet broadcast that was talking about like, oh, you know, if you're if you're yawning, it's, you know, like your body's like using up like so much oxygen that you know, like that you're that you're tired. It's not doesn't have enough kind of thing. And like, mm-hmm. that's how they were trying to put you know, like the players yawning before before the game, like the the All Star games themselves started yeah. the warm ups, and like we're showing last year as well that clip of uh, Johnny Gaudreau and Thatcher Demko yawning, and I'm just like, th- that's what you're trying to cover it up with? Come on, they're out partying. Of they were literally they out. Are. Come on, yeah, they were literally out until five in the morning, and then they were like, oh fuck, I got to get a couple hours of sleep before the game, and then yeah. they slept for like maybe two hours, slammed some hash browns and sausage from the free breakfast and, and Tylenol <laughs> and Tylenol and a coffee and then they hit the ice <laughs> oh man got a feel for the uh for, for the guys that play the first game too and looking at the scores like that had the least amount of goals too so like yeah I feel like it always happens that way the first game has less goals than the others yeah and it's always like they say it's like, oh yeah, like the first one is the one that you know sets the tempo kind of thing, and that that did not really set the tempo. <laughs> I think. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't yeah. know because like they were. I, I guess we're, we're we're already kind of jumping around in our outline. Yeah, like, no, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Who needs an outline? <laughs> but um, because I, I think it was um David Amber of Sportsnet was talking with uh, Matthew Kachuk before the second game started between the Metro and the Atlantic, and uh, was like, yeah, you know, like this, like. You know, they say like the first game sets the sets the tempo, and like you know, it got like a little a little more mm-hmm. in that game. And I was like, okay, maybe for like five minutes, 
at most kind of thing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> otherwise, it wasn't too high tempo. That second game definitely was the most high tempo. But oh, for sure, yeah. Um, had a lot of a lot of goals, a lot of action. Yeah, but I I did have to laugh though, like kind of going back to the the yawning thing and like, oh, this is why they're yawning, like trying to try maybe not trying to make a cover up, but everyone's gonna like, are, are you serious here? Mm-hmm. Um, Matthew Kachuk also saying like. Yeah, you know, it's really weird to go out for a warm-up and then sit in here for an hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, kind of, kind of pointless. And I was like, oh, all right, all yeah. right. <laughs> it's like, I need to get up for this shit. Like, come on. Gary, Gary's going to walk downstairs and go, Matthew, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah, I, I guess just to kind of give people an idea of what exactly we're going to be talking about on this episode, since the Ducks haven't played and it's been like a week now we're obviously going to talk about the all-star weekend we'll talk uh, about the skills competition and give just kind of a general thought about each of the events um and then yeah and then the games as well which again we've already kind of talked about um more follow-up boy talk because they, they played in the intermission yeah. um and then we'll tie <laughs> it back to uh the uh, kind of the regularly scheduled programming i guess where we talk about upcoming ducks games because I, I guess today, if you guys are listening to this on Monday when it comes out, there will be a Ducks game. Yeah, so we're uh, getting back into the swing of things. Hopefully Terry's over his hangover at that point. Hopefully, hopefully, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I suppose that, yeah, I mean, I mean, that's it in terms of like the regular stuff. We, we don't have news because the Ducks haven't done anything because yeah. it's, it's their bye week. So yeah, that's kind of what we're going to be doing today. So if you don't give a shit about the All-Star game, you can jump to the end and listen to the upcoming games, I suppose. But Sean um, Tornarella, that's you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, but I guess, I mean, can get into the uh, the Friday festivities if you want, unless there was something else you wanted to talk about off the outline. or. Um. Oh, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, I think the only team that did anything over the break actually was the islanders yeah because not only did they trade for bo horvat they signed him this morning to an eight year by eight million dollar contract <laughs> eight mil or 8.5 i thought it point five. might have been 8.5 but yeah just let's see yeah. besides oh, sh- shit i'm throwing my phone around um <laughs> <laughs> i mean pretty wild week for uh for bo horvat with getting traded on monday going to the all-star game on the weekend and then getting signed on Sunday, yeah, like the, the guy really didn't take a break, apparently. Yeah, no. Or Lou is just like, "Hey, you have time away from the rink. Can we do this?" And Bo's just like, "Um, I I guess because you're my new boss." Yeah, right. <laughs> and I have to because you're Lou Lamorello, and otherwise you're gonna be like Red Foreman and shove a foot up my ass. <laughs> yeah. Happy for Bo is currently trending on Twitter, by the way. Uh, 8.5 is what Sportsnet tweeted out uh, about half an hour ago. So, Damn. So, I mean, Hon- that's a pretty good number for him. But Honestly, I thought he might have waited until the summer to see if the Canucks came crawling back, <laughs> as they should have then. if that was yeah, the yeah. case. Yeah. The Canucks should have gone crawling back. Mm-hmm. I've been like, we're sorry, we fucked up. Yeah. Because they, they definitely did offhand. Like, just... Off the bat, I feel like. So, oh, for sure. Yeah. But anyway. Um, so, yeah, but that's really the only news, like, even not even just for the Ducks, because obviously that's not Ducks-related, but around the NHL, that's really yeah. all that's happened because there yeah. hasn't been games since Wednesday when we last recorded, so. Yeah. There's a couple comments from uh, Gary Bettman, I guess, that I didn't put in here 
Um, but that's something we can talk about. I don't know, like on Wednesday's episode or something. If we oh, want. Oh sure, yeah. But, we'll see. We'll see what uh what happens. How busy Wednesday's episode is. But yeah, yeah, we'll do that. Um, yeah, really. Yeah, not a whole lot of news otherwise. So yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Well, yeah. I guess. Uh, I guess for the one other major piece of news here, that's yeah. the first thing on the outline that I made. That I'm just. Oh yeah, like there's no news. There wasn't any news. Oh yeah, right. There was a fucking announcement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In my defense, I woke up about like an hour fifteen ago. It takes me a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it happens. It happens. <laughs> All right, let's let's get going here. Okay. Yeah. So I guess we'll start with. Uh, the all-star festivities by talking about the next all-star game because <laughs> that makes sense the uh 2024 it all-star was after weekend. midnight don't don't give me that <laughs> <laughs> i was trying to get ahead of it so i could sleep yeah. in this morning sure enough i yeah. did <laughs> uh the 2024 all-star weekend it'll happen around the same time first weekend in february uh the second and the third and it will be held in toronto for the first time since 2000 so, yeah, 20, 24 years, I guess, by that point. And uh, it'll be, yeah, Toronto. So, which is one of the few places that NHL players are actually willing to go. Yes, it is cold and yes, it's Canada, but at least it's Toronto. Yeah, right? exactly. So, it's like by the sound of like a few different insiders, like Elliot Freeman or that, it's the NHL might be leaning towards, you know, kind of a rotation of like big city and warm climate. Yeah. Um, so basically, uh, if you're not Toronto or Montreal in Canada, you're not getting a game. Sorry, yeah. it's not yeah. happening. Yeah. Try Unless the they decide to move it to the summer and then they're like, okay, well, I guess maybe we'll go to Vancouver because they, yeah. they have a beach there. Maybe, but only if it's in July. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, not to single out Oilers fans in particular here, but I know I saw a few of them complaining about like, well, th- does that mean like we're never going to get an all-star game? <laughs> yes, yeah, that's dude, exactly Nobody what wants <laughs> to go somewhere where it's minus fucking 40 Celsius. Yeah. It's, for their break. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, at, like yes, Florida is going to be a peripheral destination for an all-star game. And nobody's want to go, going to want to go to Edmonton. But alternatively, you can't have an outdoor, outdoor game in Florida, literally ever. So you get an outdoor game in Edmonton because that's, <laughs> those are just the kind of events that you are physically capable of hosting. <laughs> okay, that was a comment made by Gary that they're looking into doing an outdoor game in Florida. How the fuck but, does that happen? But, are you going to do like water polo for hockey? Like, <laughs> because that's what you're going to have. You're going to have water. <laughs> but they're trying to figure out how like to deal with the weather, basically. <laughs> so they're trying to figure out how to break physics and make ice in the summertime like have you gary have you never had a pina colada in mexico it, it eventually <laughs> it just turns into water like <laughs> i mean to be fair we did talk about that first exhibition game in uh las vegas yeah it was outside right in mm-hmm. the equivalent of like 28 30 celsius but yeah. i guess that was held at night as well so it was held at night if you're trying, to, if you're trying yeah. to do it in the middle of the day yeah it's kind of hard yeah yeah exactly let's take take a quick look Fuck. That's, right before we started you're like let's see if we can do this in 45 minutes and like so far we're 10 minutes and haven't have barely talked about it so <laughs> we'll we'll get to it we'll try for an hour the pace but um, um florida lowest recorded temperature let's see the lowest recorded temperature in florida ever minus two fahrenheit that means nothing to me, but we shall see. 
Um, that'll uh, probably no, means, that'll actually be pretty substantial. I think, yeah, so, uh, yes. minus sixteen. So, but that's yeah. the lowest ever. That was in eighteen ninety nine. Oh fuck! <laughs> so, <laughs> so, and that's the lowest. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Now that we've done that, Florida um, average low temperature. Maybe? Yeah, and go for like mid in like February because that I'm I'm assuming yeah. it would be a stadium series. I don't think Florida is getting a winter classic. Yeah. Okay. Average temperature in Florida by month. Um looks like January is the coldest month that for average temperatures and that would be 59.3 Fahrenheit, which is 15.2 Celsius in January. And that's uh, the average temperature uh, from 1991 to 2020. Okay. That is potentially doable. Yeah. And then, so from like, and and then they have a range here. So in January, yeah, still January, um, average highs between 16 and 26 Celsius, which is 60 and 78 Fahrenheit. Um, and then the average low, so if you did it at night, uh, 2 degrees Celsius to up to 19 Celsius or 36 Fahrenheit to 66 Fahrenheit. So, like, it is possible, I suppose. January, February, even March, if you had, like, a later game. But you're, you're mm-hmm. kind of cutting her close because the low can be up to 27 in March. Probably end of March. But. So. Yeah. Um, okay, so here, so... Um... From uh, John Matisse, uh, senior writer for The Score, uh, Batman says the NHL, quote, is taking a look at, end quote, uh, staging an outdoor game in Florida one day. Weather seems to be the biggest hurdle. Yeah, because, I mean, you could schedule one and like just hope that it's going to be, you know, close to freezing, um, at, like as a low temperature and have it like in the evening. But yeah. if it's not, then what you, you can't do anything. Like, what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you have, uh, yeah, like I'm looking at it's like some of the quote tweets. Weather in Florida is a hurdle, hey? You don't say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's just funny, but yeah. Um, anyways, long story short, the... Uh... <laughs> Sorry. This is progress for the NHL. Remember when it forgot about the sun at Lake Tahoe? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, the thing that happens every day, and if it doesn't, then the world ends. Yeah, that yep. one. <laughs> it's just going to be three-on-three roller hockey. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> you know, honestly, that wouldn't be awful to have, like, a... An NHL like, regular season game played as no, roller no, 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 hockey? No, 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 no. They're not a regular season game, but, like, some sort of event where it's, like, a, like a roller hockey or, like, ball hockey or I think even field PA, hockey. But I think the PA goes, oh, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> That's just my thoughts, but yeah, but it, it's like something you could do in the off season. Like anyone who's interested, like in I don't know July, when there's like literally nothing, or I guess August when there's literally nothing exciting going on. You, it's just like okay, who wants to do roller hockey? And the NHL will still mismarket it. Have not really a whole lot of people there because players are on a break, mm. and uh, the NHL would be faced up against. Um, the MLB for sure. I'm trying to think of the seasons for the NBA and the uh, the NBA NFL runs the same as the um, NHL, and then the NFL, I believe, starts in October. 
oh no September. Okay. Might be so you're, so you're up so you're up yeah. against the MLB though, which yeah, but that's only like yeah, one, still, one sport. So yeah, but know. still, ha- good luck, good luck on that. Well, yeah, I mean, you're not going to compete. Yeah. Um, oh, actually, the 2022 season started in January. Does it? Oh no, September to January. I see. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, September to January is the NFL, but there would be preseason in August, obviously. So yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, long story short, Toronto will host next year's all-star game so yeah which does work with that idea of the you know warm climate to a big city yeah. right um yeah toronto and montreal are kind of like those two big cities that you would think of for canada um go down to the states new york right like manhattan mm-hmm. it'll be the rangers probably yeah. um outside of that though then everything else is a s- mostly warmer climate right so mm-hmm. um especially with you know anaheim moving on i, f- I forget what uh what the name of the whole thing is called, but like kind of the updates around uh, Honda Center and whatnot mm-hmm. in the next couple of years, right? Like look for an all-star game maybe to come our way at some point. Yeah. Um, I don't think the Kings have held one recently, so they might be another option as well. Yeah. Not San Jose, hey. <laughs> well, San Jose too, I guess. No, no, no. San Jose just held it a couple of years ago. 2019? I think. Okay. Nine, 18 or 19. Uh, LA Kings All-Star Game. Oh, no. It's just giving me... Uh, 2017, the Kings held the All-Star Game. Oh, did they? Yep. Looks like it. Oh, okay. And then, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, 2019 was San Jose. So was it? Okay. <clears throat> uh, All right. Uh, oh, here we go. Yeah, results, I guess, would technically tell us. Where it is, yeah. Um, I just because we're here. When's the last time it was in Canada? It was in Ottawa in 2012. Looks like. So yeah. There you go. Cool. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess going back now to this year's All Star Game. The uh, we'll start with the skills competition. The Friday events. Um, I, I, just right off the bat, Nate, did you have a favorite uh, event at the skills competition? Uh, favorite event? I like. I always like watching the accuracy shooting because somebody... It's not who you normally think it's going to be, I feel like, sometimes. Yeah, like it kind like fastest skater, it's like, okay, you, you're either faster or not. Um, yeah. Like the... Uh, Actually, how many I did know. I get right? I never... I did put my picks out. Uh, oh, really? my twitter account but yeah. i want to see how many i actually got right i have mm. no idea the the hardest shot at, at least it, previously it was always like okay it's probably chara yeah yeah hardest, yeah, hardest shot's might, another yeah. one that's it's, it's another one that's fun to watch yeah but it, it does vary from year to year a little bit especially now that <laughs> chara's not here um yeah <laughs> so and, and now that like defensemen aren't like just you know big bodies you know like where it's like your your whole um i i guess like i don't want to say personality but i just i guess just like play style is just the fact that you're big and mean and like tough to play against now like defensemen are a lot more like smaller and like agile and skilled than yeah. defensemen say like 10 years ago so like they can still have hard shots but it's more of a toss-up on who actually is the hardest shot because it's not like a defining characteristic of, of like, say, like Chara, where it's like, okay, like, 
we just know he's going to have the hardest shot because that's like his thing. Yeah, so. exactly. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it looks like I got. Uh, let's say I got one right. Okay, <clears throat> but Which I think I got. Did? I think I got close on two other ones. I got the breakaway challenge right. Okay, so nice. Um, but yeah, so here we we can go in order of this, and I can tell you who I had picked. I don't know if you yeah, had sure. it written anywhere. I, I didn't. No, you had picks or anything like I, that. I didn't but... pick anything. No, I did not. So um, it's, all, it's all you. But yeah, we'll start right. with the splash shot, I guess. Which uh, for those that are like, I don't know what these weird names are. That's the one where they had the surfboards that yet and the dunk tanks and yeah, outside and yeah. It it was a fun idea and it was a fun one to watch, but at the same mm-hmm. time, it was so close to the accuracy shooting, kind of like the blackjack one last year. I felt yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just like, okay, it's a, it's a little redundant. It's just a different ending to it, I guess. Yeah, and it's um, it's kind of a pick one or the other would be better, and I would go for the traditional, the traditional shooting, not like yeah. not trying to sound like a boomer or anything like that, but it's that this, just works better, I think. Yeah, like like the blackjack one last year, it's almost just a little bit too much going on. Yeah, you know, let's like. Okay, you have to take these. You're outside on the beach. You have to shoot pucks at the surfboards to knock them down, and then you gotta dunk the or hit the NHL target to dunk another player. But then, if but like someone goes first and it's head to head, so then if you run out of time because the first guy just gets to do it and you're yeah. timed and that's it, and then the second guy, as soon as they you know hit like past the time of the other guy, then it just ends. So then nobody gets dunked. Yeah. So it's just like, it's just kind of a letdown. Like I wanted to just see it. all the NHL players get dunked. Yeah, exactly. But we didn't get that. So no, unfortunately not. But um, you could almost, you could maybe blend the two if you wanted to do something like this again in the future of how like you have the traditional accuracy shooting, mm-hmm. but then that time stops. And you have, let's say this, you have that set time then to hit a smaller target that dunks somebody in. So it's like a bonus yeah. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of like, okay, like you hit the, the styrofoam disc. Now you have to hit something that's half the size. Mm-hmm. That could be kind of interesting. I don't know. I'm just throw, throwing out an idea there. Yeah. Or, or similar to how they did it like a tournament style this year. Like then, well, they took the top four this year for the accuracy shooting and then did head-to-heads. And we'll get to that after. But um, yeah. you could do the same sort of thing where you take, say, the top four and then uh, the bottom four are on dunk, dunk tanks and then the top four, it's like a race oh, to, to okay. dunk the players. Like idea, so, then, yeah, so then only <laughs> one of them doesn't get dunked because then it's like rank one, two, and three and then the fourth guy is... Yeah. yeah. That's when you definitely have to do it at the end of the night because you're getting... Guys you're going to make a fucking mess. And, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah, I don't know, but yeah. Besides that, uh, yeah, the Ranton and Makar pairing uh, won this one on the splash shot. Yeah, on the splash shot. Um, yeah, no, it, it was it was fun to to watch though. Don't get me wrong. It yeah, was just yeah, it, was okay. it, it just felt a little redundant with the accuracy shooting, but mm-hmm. um, it was interesting to watch uh, Igor Shosturkin try with to do it with stick. the goalie stick. Yeah, yeah he, he did not bad. He did, honestly he did better than I thought. So, yeah, it, w- it was good to watch. So like, like obviously, I knew he could shoot the puck because like goalies do that all the time for stretch passes. But I thought yeah. like they, they do more area passes, so I thought the accuracy would be kind of off. But he was pretty accurate. It was more just the height seemed like a struggle yeah. for him. But event- he did using, get quite a few. Yeah, so. he's using his regular stick, and he was in 
he was barefoot, I think, when he normally has skates on, right? So yeah, it's definitely yeah. a little bit a uh, little bit more tricky. But mm-hmm. um yeah, who all do we see get dunked? I know we saw Matthew Kachuk. So uh, Crosby. Crosby got dunked, I think. And um oh, who was the other guy that did? I forget. Was it was it Adam Fox? Oh no, or was he a shooter? I don't remember. I think he was a shooter. Yeah. Uh I don't know. The the article should have it all there. Oh yeah, I guess it's here. So um uh, oh, yeah, Ranton and McCarr beat Fox and Shesterkin. So, yeah. yeah, I think Fox got dunked at the end there. So, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, at the end. There would have been, oh, no, I guess that was it. Yeah. There just would have been three guys that got dunked. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, what was the next one? The, uh, oh, the pitch and puck. Yeah, that one was, that one was cool. That uh, one was, that one was kind of a cool one, actually. I, yeah. I did enjoy that one. Yeah, I, I think it would have been more entertaining if the guys weren't as good. Like if some of them got it into the, um, into the mo- water moat, or, I guess, into the yeah. water. Yeah, or like just like really screwed up their shots. But like the four that they got to do it were actually like really good at it. So, but it was still entertaining in that way because you're like, wow, that's you can tell that it's impressive. But it would have been great if they had like someone that sucked at it just for comparison. Yeah, you know? I um the the one thing that I found out with the pitch and puck was that. Like a, like a golf ball will, will bounce and then roll, right? In the yeah. same direction or about the same direction, depending on uh, like kind of like a hill or the dip or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, however, the pucks, right? They could just like completely like spin off edge and still run into the water. And that yeah. almost did happen with a couple of guys. So like that mm-hmm. did kind of like bring in that uh, little bit of uncertainty with it. It was, mm-hmm. it was a fun uh, thing to watch. And uh, yeah, Nick Suzuki birdieing the uh the par four that's pretty damn impressive actually. yeah it's not bad not bad um my favorite I mean, thing i don't think they it... were starting from like the original tee box though like it looked like they were like middle of the oh fairway, yeah right yeah. yeah they were but um but still uh my, my favorite thing i think about it though um <laughs> was uh yeah nick suzuki being the uh the winner of the um the Chipotle pitch and puck and the, mm-hmm. the the extra prize for that was, Oh yeah. The player gets, you know, free Chipotle for a year. Uh, and to which Nick Suzuki said in, uh, in an interview, uh, we don't have Chipotle in Montreal, <laughs> which is hilarious. Like <laughs> leave it to the NHL to be like, Oh yeah, let's like get this thing as a prize. It'll be cool for the winner. <laughs> and just like totally disregarding Canada, like <laughs> totally leaving it out. It's like, you didn't, you literally didn't even think about that. Come on. Yeah, exactly. It's but. uh so yeah, it's just fun. Like he's not going to care. He probably doesn't like if anybody else wanted like are they going to really use the and like the all I don't you know, can man, eat, not all you can eat, but, like the Chipotle's fucking good. No, yeah, don't don't get me wrong, but like as a as an athlete, are you really going to use that? Like are you really going to eat that much Chipotle? No, you never know. Unless you're Phil Kessel, I guess. He seems like a, no. I feel like Chipotle's too healthy for Phil. Yeah, it would have hot to, dogs. It would have to, I was gonna say it'd have to be like a yeah. Nathan's hot dogs or something like that. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it's funny. I mean, like, yes, he's also gonna be on the road for like a good chunk of the year, so mm-hmm. you, you know you can. But it's I don't, I don't know if you want to be and everything like that. He's it's not going to Chipotle. I don't think. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I don't know. You could. Yeah, never, you never know. know. Yeah, maybe after a game, you know, he gets a, a hat trick or has a five point night. One night, he's like, "Fuck, I'm treating myself to some free Chipotle." There you go. <laughs> so, Shit, um, I'm in Montreal tonight. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's just it's interesting. Yeah. 
Um, the Tendi tandem. That was a kind of a interesting one to watch. Um, yeah. as we talked about like... on our last episode, we weren't totally sure how the rules were, and it seemed like nobody was really sure until the event started. But you you picked up on it right away. Like you got the idea as soon as the yeah. first round happened. You were like, okay, makes sense. I've got it now. So, but yeah, it was really 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 cool. I liked it. The uh, for for me though, it was the first part of it of like the goalie shooting it from behind the net onto the other net like that was the most exciting part of it for me and then the second half of you know one on oh two on oh three on oh was kind of eh? yeah it was like whatever because like, like I... if it was if it was all nhl guys they all weren't overly trying however when the when the women came in though those girls were, were trying Oh yeah, and they and fucking it, embarrassed it, the goalies too. It was fucking Sarah Nurse. Like Sarah Nurse's goal there. Jesus. Ooh, that was good. That I love how after good. she was like, "Oops, like I yeah. don't know if I should have done that." And all the guys <laughs> were like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> you know somebody's ribbon stirking for that one too. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, yeah. If you're a goalie and you let that in, it doesn't matter who it is. Like it's uh, yeah. You're just, just like yeah, <sighs> like yeah, and yeah. To be clear, it's not oh you got scored on by a girl because some of yeah. those girls, like as we've seen in the past on some of these competitions, right? Because they brought mm. them in for the last few years, dummy some of the NHL guys, right? Oh yeah, just um, like, it's it's more the yeah. you, you had that scored on you in like in an all star competition, like fuck man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I think I think it would have been a little cooler if they made it. Like, if they had the goalies, say, stand at the blue line. Like, I get that it's, like, super impressive if they score from, like, in that tiny slot from the, um, behind like the, the, yeah, the other the, goal. The trapezoid, so, yeah. it's super impressive. And we did see a couple, two, three goalies. And three yeah, goalies got it, right? Saros, Skinner, and someone th- else got it, I feel. I think that was it. Was there only the two? I think it might have been just the two. Uh, who the other goalies? There were there were definitely a, like a few more that like got it on net. Didn't Allmark get one, or was he just close? I think he was just close because I'm looking at the scores here. Um, Saros yeah, Hellbuck had 13 points. Skinner Thompson had 11. Allmark Vasilevsky got nine. Shesterkin Sorokin got six. Yeah. Okay. So you're right. Maybe it was just the. Yeah, two. I think it might have just yeah. been the two. Yeah. Um. So like, if they had them stand at the blue line instead, so that it was like still tricky to get the three or like even just at the hash marks and then they can go off to the side like just somewhere where it's a little bit easier to get the three or even the two points because there was just it was mostly just you know a single shooter and then it was the breakaway but i think the cool thing about this event is that you could have had the two on oh and the three on o's but we just didn't get them that often yeah um i don't know i enjoyed it from behind the net just because it added to that challenge of it i guess yeah the, the one thing that I got out of this, though, was, oh, yeah, Stuart Skinner definitely spent time with Mike Smith. <laughs> well, he scored a goal like that in the dub, too. Yeah, so. um, against, <laughs> against the Medicine Hat Tigers. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, but uh, just like even like the way that Skinner handled it, I was like, that's very Mike Smith-esque. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, for sure. So I was kind of laughing at that. Kind of rubs off a little bit. But yeah, no, it was still a cool event. And like the two on O's and the three on O's that we did get. We're, we're still fun because either way, it's impressive if the goalie stops a 3-on-0 and then it's also just fun if they score on it because the goalie just has like no fucking idea and it's just like a, pl- a passing clinic by three of the best players in the world. So Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it was cool. Did you have yeah. Hellebuck and Saros picked for this one? Or? Uh, I had Skinner Thompson for it. Did you? Yeah. Why? Just because? Just, just 
Just pick. Uh, for Skinner specifically, because I knew that he was decent at puck handling, and I figured oh, okay. Thompson would be a bit more on like the saves side of it. Yeah. So well, if Skinner's doing the the shooting, then it would have to be. So yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess we didn't really know that for sure going into it. Yeah, that was that was kind of my thought process behind it. So which I got again, I I got close on it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean they were off, they were so. only a couple points back. So yeah. yeah. Um. Oh yeah. What else did I have for the uh, the other ones we've talked about so far? Um. Mm-hmm. Oh, excuse me. What have we What have we talked about? Uh, uh, splash shot. Oh, I had McKinnon Crosby winning that one. Didn't happen. No. Nope. And then uh, the pitching puck. I had Clayton Keller from the Arizona Coyotes for that. Okay. one. Okay. So, yeah. but uh, which I think he got pretty close as well. Um, Maybe he had some good shots there. But I was kind of thinking like. Oh yeah, Arizona. You're definitely like there's some great golf courses down in Arizona. So I'm like, you're definitely doing that on your off days, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what else did we have there? Uh, oh yeah, then um, the yeah, Tandy Tandem Skinner and Thompson were uh, were was was my pick there. So yeah, uh, yeah. Then I guess we can move on to fastest skater, which uh, there was five participants in this one. There was Svechnikov, Fiala, Stevenson, Larkin, and Makar. Um, all of them kind of right around that. Well, uh, in in the first round, Svechnikov had thirteen point seven five seven seconds, up to Larkin at fourteen point five five. Makar unfortunately took blew a wheel, so he he's at twenty two point three. Otherwise, he probably would have been up and, and potentially in like the the second round that they did of it. But yeah, Makar was my pick for that. So yeah. as soon as he blew that tire, I'm like, ah, shit. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, everyone kind of right around the same page there and then yeah they did they took the top two Svechnikov and Fiala and had them do it again to determine the fastest skater and uh no surprise it was still Svechnikov yeah who beat so. his time as well he got down to 13.699 seconds yeah, shaved about half or 0.05 0.06 seconds off so yeah um yeah that's that's always a fun one to watch though yeah for for myself right mm-hmm. or sorry 0. 0.6 not 0. 0.06 0. 0.6 yeah. seconds off so no, nope, that, that's pretty. Oh, okay. <laughs> Trying to do mental math and it's not working. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Go ahead. What, about um. Oh no, I was just gonna move on to the next one. Otherwise, I don't. Okay. I, I don't know. I feel like there's not a whole lot to say about fastest skater overall. It's it, it, it is it's, what it's, it is. It's, it's exciting to watch, but it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Hardest shot. Who did you have here? Uh, for hardest shot, I had Ovi getting it, which I feel mm-hmm. like I might have been close had the shot that he put off both posts. Uh, on his first attempt, yeah. uh, counted, uh, yeah. but because it didn't go in the net, like it didn't didn't count as a shot on net, right? Um, yeah, it didn't count for it. Um, but uh, Elias Pettersson uh, gets it with a hundred and three point two mile per hour shot, uh, which okay. for us in kilometers, one hundred and sixty six kilometers an hour, Oof. pretty damn good. Yeah. Um, the big thing out of this though was uh, only he and Alex Ovechkin are the only forwards to win the event in the last 22 years that are not defensemen, mm-hmm. which is nuts. I think like just like that. Those are the Ovi makes sense, but like, yeah, um, I forget who was saying it even that they were like, yeah, you look at Pedersen. He's not the guy that you expect to, you know, win this competition, but yeah, um, but he did. So. Yeah. He's got a cannon of a shot though. Cause he got close a couple of years ago as well. To winning mm-hmm. it, I think that might have been the year that Ovi took it, if I'm not mistaken, in in, uh, in 2020 there. But yeah, um, let's uh, let's have a look here. 
could be wrong on that one. But yeah, so I had Ovechkin for for that one. Did not get it, unfortunately, though. I think uh, Ovi's registered shot went for 95 or 96 miles. They had it at 95. You're still pretty fucking hard. <laughs> yeah, 95.1. So, uh, Darlene was up there as well, 102.3. So he wasn't too far behind. Uh, yeah, not far. Behind Patterson. So it was... Uh, and I'm like kind... Not really surprised by it, but kind of, because Darlene's also like... Still, that smaller guy, mm-hmm. but it, but he it is make a, sense. Yeah, but like he is a defenseman who's taking it from the point more often, right? Whereas Pedersen yeah. is a bit more of the but the wrist shots and whatnot. So yeah, um, <clears throat> trying to oh here we go, skills competition. Can we go to um? I don't know. You're still I'm looking for yeah. I've, I've I found the article now for. Oh, it just has the winners, but uh, yeah, but yeah, Ovi won it in twenty eighteen. Okay, yeah, one hundred and one point three miles per hour. Damn. So, yeah, it's pretty uh, pretty impressive, but it doesn't have like the runners up or anything like that. So, oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the next one was uh, the accuracy shooting. Brock Nelson taking that one. I had mm-hmm. Nazem Kadri for it. I was so close. <laughs> you, you were, yeah, because he was. Well, I mean, he was the final. Or he was the second guy, I guess. Yeah, yeah, he finished. Yeah, so. uh, he finished second in it. But I don't know the 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 way that they changed a couple of these, having like the like semifinals and finals. Like, mm-hmm. I like the idea, but at the same time, I don't like how spread out it was. Yeah, where they had the like the preliminary rounds, and then they went off and did something else, and then they cut it in with a video, and then they did another preliminary yeah, event, it, and then it, they cut it, it in with a video, and then they finished one event. Like it was kind of all over the place. It felt too jumpy. Like it would have been better just okay. We got you know the four, and while it's still like you know everyone's just watched it, go to the final. Yeah, so. I I get not doing that for the fastest skater because it's like. Okay, you do a lap, and then it's like, okay, now we've got the fastest two, and now you're going to do another one. No recovery. Just just go. Just do it. Like, I could see breaking that one up, doing, like, the first round of fastest skater, and then, say, uh, hardest shot, because it's obviously going to be a different group of people, and then you can wrap up the fastest skater, and then you can yeah. move. Like, you can do it that way, but um, just to give a break. Or you but. just keep it at, oh, okay, you were the fastest. Well, yeah, that you had, too. You had one chance to do it. You were the fastest. Good job. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's Cause, that cause would be my at, choice. But if you are going to do it more of a tournament style, which for maybe some of these events it, it could work, but I don't think all of them, then like I don't know, try and keep it together. Yeah, because the accuracy shooting you had McDavid in the like in the preliminary round do it in under ten seconds. Yeah, was it nine points? That was ridiculous. And and he went four for four too, obviously, because he did it. Yeah. So like that should be the winner. Yeah. However, though, because it of how it actually was, semifinals, finals, um, the Battle of Alberta reigned supreme in Calgary's favor. Nazem Kadri beating Connor McDavid. Fuck you. And uh, then losing to Brock Nelson, uh, who did it in twelve point four seconds. In the final to beat Kadri. Yep. Yeah. Um this is this is one where and I uh this is a little bit of like, oh McDavid's obviously the best and um so this event is bullshit and doesn't matter and like I know that he's the best and he's the winner in my heart and like all that shit. It's it, it, there's a little bit of that that is gonna come through with what I'm gonna say, but it is also just um 
I mean, he did show that he was the best out of all the yeah. times. Yeah, exactly. That was still the best one. Yeah. <laughs> so if anyone is listening, it's like, hate if you want. But um, I, I wasn't a fan of the way this was set up. And I think it kind of shows a flaw in the event, like just this specific event as a whole. Because, yeah, McDavid went four for four in the preliminary round, nine point whatever seconds. And then it was him and Kadri going head to head. And McDavid went four for four again. Um but he did it in 10 and a half seconds, whereas Kadri went four for, what was it, six, five or six in 10.1 seconds. Yeah. yeah, four for five um, in 10.1. So he was taking his shots faster and happened to, but like technically was less accurate, but like because he took five shots to get all four, whereas McDavid took four, but Kadri still did it faster. So it's like, uh, is the winner should it be based off of like it should be based off percentage or the time yeah it should be based off the percentage because it it depends on the pass that you're getting as well right Mm -hmm. yeah exactly so it's it it just sort of shows a little bit of a flaw with the event because I mean Kadri still did well like in the first two rounds I think he he like he went four for five in the, the semis and I think in the first round went like four for six maybe I think he I think he went four for five throughout it. I could be wrong. Did he? Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah I'm not sure. But um, it, it's just like what it, it feels weird to base accuracy and who wins off of a timed thing. But if you didn't have the time, then you could just have guys taking, you know, four or five seconds to, to dust off the puck before picking their spot. Whereas yeah. when you have unless, the clock, you... then it's a little bit m- forcing them to have a little bit more pace. Yeah. But also still be accurate. It might be overcomplicating it, but it could be like, okay, like once the puck gets to you, you have like a second and a half, two seconds to get it off kind of thing. Yeah. It's, it, like I said, it I might be overcomplicating it that way. But. Yeah, it, it's kind of tough. So I don't know. I think personally, if I was to just come up with the rules 100% by myself, it would be um, what like what's your shooting percentage? Like how many shots did it take for you to get all four mm-hmm. targets? And then if there's a tie, which evidently so, yeah, there would tie be, break, tie break then it's based off the time. time. I like yeah. that idea. Yeah, I was just kind of thinking that too, and you started saying it, and I was like, okay, yep. Yeah, we're, so, we're on the same so you, <laughs> you, you could have guys like dust it off and take their, their time with the shots because they know that if they just take that extra half second each time, they'll mm-hmm. go for four for four. But if somebody else also takes that time and goes four for four, you still want to do it a little bit faster. Yeah. Or even at four for five, like you, you can miss one, and and I feel like a lot of these guys do go four for five or four for six. So then the tiebreaker is the time. So you do want to get it off quickly. You don't want to like dilly dally and dust it off and be like, no, that wasn't a good enough pass. Try again, kind of thing. Like yeah, you, know, you, exactly. you still have a little bit to get up and go. But basing it off time just seems weird to me. And again, I'm just bitter because McDavid lost, and I know he's the best. <laughs> but <laughs> whatever. <laughs> oh, um, no, but I, but I do agree with that. It should be like it's it's about accuracy, right? It's not mm-hmm. oh okay, like can you do it? Like who can do it the fastest? It's it's about okay, like who can do it the most accurately? Yeah, who is the at most accurate shooter? So yeah, exactly. Um, one, um, and and I mean like I don't want to take away from the other guys either. Like Brock Nelson's still an insane shooter, apparently. Like I never would have really guessed that, but yeah, but uh, in the really in the final, did he not go four for four or four for five? Uh, like he still went, yeah, like he still did, pre- yeah, like all three rounds he did like phenomenal. I was like, holy yeah. shit! Like, that's I'm sure, I'm sure, like Islanders, expected. Islanders fans are just like, oh yeah, we knew about it, but everyone else is like, oh shit, okay, didn't maybe realize he was like that good. 
Yeah, it's like, how do the Islanders have problems scoring goals when we've got Brock Nelson? (laughs) Like, what the hell? (laughs) Well, now they got Bo Horvat, so maybe they'll uh, maybe they'll adjust that a little bit. Maybe, maybe, but yeah, and and I know that they went back to it last year as well. But I am glad that they stuck with the uh, styrofoam targets. I know it's bad for the environment, and there's no flashy lights and stuff like that. Way better. It's just way better. Way better. It's (laughs) talking about accuracy. It's way more accurate overall. Because you're not relying on sensors you know, that yeah. might get busted by a 80 mile per hour wrist shot or something like that. Yeah, right? exactly. Like, like you just know it's going to work, and it's it's black yeah. or white. Like, did they hit the target or not? Like you, yep. you just know right away. Exactly. So, yeah. Um. Yeah. Breakaway challenge. The one that I got correct. Uh, Crosby and Ovechkin, where they brought out uh, little Sergei Ovechkin, mm-hmm. that and signed a jersey for PK Subban. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was good. That was a nice touch. Yeah, so. it, it was it was good. Don't get me wrong. Like the the Sergey thing overall, like that would have been, yeah, that's that's the winner right there. Yeah, right. Because that's literally okay. You have two of the greatest players of all time in the NHL, and you have the next generation of it, basically. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean, if Crosby had a kid and like him and Sergey were doing oh that, oh my god, yeah, holy that fuck, been... that would have been something. <laughs> but. Crosby, um, start whipping that out. We need a we need your offspring coming up so that when Sergey is in the NHL, it can be, you know, baby or Ovi Junior versus Crosby Junior. Yeah, because he doesn't have kids. I don't think does he? No, he he doesn't. Figure um, it out. Come on, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you're already behind. But at the same time, like, did we did we need to have the guys sign the jersey on the ice kind of thing? Right, like there like there were a few things just throughout the skills day that just seemed to kind of drag it on more than it yeah. needed to be, mm-hmm. I guess. That's just one example of yeah, it. I, I do agree. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, what were the other ones? Uh, well, there, yeah, was, the, there was the Matthew. Happy Gilmore. <laughs> oh, yeah, right, uh, David. Yeah, which I did. I totally called that on you Wednesday's did. show. You did. Um, which, uh, that, that was good. But I did see some one. people salty of, like, you're referencing a 30-year-old movie. Oh, yeah, mo- most large majority of the population, I feel like no... Happy Gilmore. My girlfriend knows Happy Gilmore. <laughs> like, she doesn't give a shit about golf or hockey. Like, uh, it's, it's, it's it's an Adam Sandler movie. It's funny shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and um, and there was dodgeball last year. Like, that's not thirty years old, but it's at least it's at least twenty. I, I want to yeah, say exactly dodgeball. Well, it, maybe it's, not. It's, it's, the, it's the movies that you're watching on the team bus at some point. Yeah, exactly. Right, um, eighteen years old. But dodgeball was two thousand four. So okay. Yeah. Um. What else did we have? Uh, oh, yeah, Matthew Kachuk bringing out uh, his brother Brady, uh, Alexander Barkov as the lifeguard, which they didn't announce who the lifeguard was. Mm-hmm. And so I think, like, everybody in the arena was just like, okay, we have a lifeguard out there and had to, like, wait for it to be, like, on the Jumbotron or something to be like, oh, shit, it's Barkov. It's the captain oh, yeah. of the Florida Panthers. Holy shit, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. I had no idea who that was either, so... <laughs> <laughs> I, I was go. like, I was there like, I feel go. like I should know who this is, but like, I I don't know. Yeah, so. it was yeah. So that was Barkov, and then uh, the captain of the Miami Dolphins. That was a fun little like local touch, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, everyone knows who that is, but not the captain of the yeah, Panthers. Right. <laughs> At, oh, that's funny. at an NHL event, great job NHL. Like, <laughs> yeah. that, like if you if you want to know how great NHL marketing is, that is your example right there. Yeah. <laughs> A lifeguard. Um, it's your captain, Alex Barkov. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but they didn't even and do then, that. It was just, no, okay, yeah. like, we need a lifeguard. We need a lifeguard. 
Yeah, and but nobody recognizes him. And then they're like, <laughs> the captain the of the Miami Dolphins. And then the crowd loses their mind. It's like, yeah, yeah exactly. of course. <laughs> um, and, uh, oh, and of course, it, uh, bringing in Roberto Luongo because mm-hmm. they needed a Hall of Fame goaltender, um, yeah. which Roberto Luongo back just in in goalie pads in general. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I loved yeah. it. So good. The, the pool noodle was a nice touch too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was seeing a couple of videos on uh, my on my uh, TikTok feed of because uh, they had like some of uh, some of, like the hockey personalities of uh, like Pavel Barber and that kind of thing mm-hmm. down at uh, at All Star Weekend as well. Um, and uh, there's a bunch of them out with uh, Luongo and his kid, who is also a goalie. And Luongo was saying to all of them, "Do whatever." Just embarrass the kids. So sure enough, you got like Pavel Barber doing all these moves around him and whatnot. And then Luongo goes and embarrasses his own kid as well with like <laughs> like a quick uh like one, two, three backhand in, like top, like right under the crossbar kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. But yeah. um yes, yeah, so we had that one. Uh, and then there was Marner. Um Marner's the Marner the, the Miami the, Vice one. Yeah. That was good. I enjoyed that. It, it was one. cool. Yeah. With uh, the the white skates with the white outfit, like that was mm-hmm. good. That was that for for the look of it. That was great. Yeah, so. for sure. But yeah, I, I do agree that Crosby Ovechkin. Um, that was the one that you just was, knew right away as soon as they were like, "Hey, Sergey, you're just like, yeah, that's the winner. That's the winner automatically." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like before you're like, "Oh yeah, it's Crosby and Ovechkin." Like that's a just a cool moment. So that's gonna get the points. And then it's like, yeah, yeah we're gonna bring out Ovi Junior. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. There, there, you there you go. Have it. Have it. <laughs> yeah. It's it's gonna win every time. So, uh, we were talking about breaking up the events uh, earlier and how that wasn't really for me. I I've thoroughly enjoyed them doing that with the breakaway challenge. How it's kind of like a, okay, we're switching events, but now we're gonna do one aspect or like one shooter of the breakaway challenge and then kind of spreading it throughout the night i thought that was kind of cool because then it's like okay we get to just watch guys skate in a circle and then oh the breakaway challenge and then okay we get to just watch guys take slap shots and then oh the breakaway challenge and then we get to yeah you know watch this weird thing where they're shooting surfboards and nobody really gets dunked and then oh breakaway challenge so like because that's the most fun event and the one i look forward to most i like that they spread it out throughout the night yeah no i i, I do agree with that at the same time though i could also I also wouldn't be mad if they did them all just back to back, right? Because then you can mm-hmm. again, it's it's that it's it's in it's fresh in your mind, yeah. right? Of okay, no, I like that one better, and then like oh no, I didn't like that one as much as this one, right? And you can kind of formulate it right away instead of having to think back or like watching the highlights after the whole thing mm-hmm. is done, right? And be like, yeah, hey, which one did I actually like more? Yeah, no, it does it does make sense, but it's um, just in terms of engaging my attention through an otherwise kind of boring-ish event that I most mostly just throw on in the background. Um, yeah. Doing doing it that way is better from like a marketing perspective, so I don't just like throw it on. Oh, breakaway challenge is on. Okay, now I'm going to just like go off and do the dishes. It's yeah, I'm, fair I'm like actually, you know, watching the whole time. So yeah. just just personally. So yeah, no, that's totally fair. Yeah, and but then, I, uh, I wouldn't be mad about them doing it all at once either. Like it's yeah, it's whatever. So. And then we get yeah. into the games itself on uh, on Saturday there. Yeah. Um, um, let's actually take a quick break uh, before we oh, yeah, get <laughs> into those, since after that we don't really have a whole lot. So, um, so yeah, we'll take a, a short couple-minute break here with DraftKings and Raycon, and Nate will tell you all about those, and we'll see you in a couple minutes. Are you ready for the biggest Sunday in sports? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57, has all the Super Bowl action you need. 
New customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get in on the Super Bowl 57 excitement with DraftKings Happy Hour Super Boosts. Check the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day between 3 p.m. Pacific and 6 p.m. Pacific to see what prop bet will be boosted. So, what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code THPN. New customers can bet $5 on Super Bowl 57 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. Again, that's promo code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. This time of year, everyone's talking about making big changes, which is all well and good, but most of the time, pretty unrealistic. You've probably found that the smallest changes to your routine can actually make the biggest impact. In the same way, you don't have to break the bank to make a big deal purchase. Even the smallest things can be part of a big change if it's something you use every day. Just like Raycon earbuds. Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point, so you can build great habits without breaking the bank. Whether you're looking for a pair of everyday earbuds, low latency gaming headphones, or a speaker with a battery that will last all night at your next party, Raycon's got you covered. And yep, Raycon started half the price of other premium audio brands. That means you don't have to choose between products. You can get one of each, or a pair and a spare, and still pay less than you would with some of the other guys. Even if you know you'll love your Raycons, Raycon wants to make sure you feel great about your purchase. They offer buy now, pay later options, and every purchase has an easy and free return guarantee. Ready to buy something small with a big impact? Go to buyraycon.com slash THPN today to get 15% off your Raycon order. Again, that's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. All right. Now we can get into the uh, All-Star Games themselves on the Saturday there. So um, I don't know. I'm a little hungover for this. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You can go have a nap. Just like put your cardboard cutout in, in the chair and I'll, I'll take it from here. Oh, am I, am no, I playing? I'm sorry. Am I part of the of, of Game 2, Metro versus Atlantic? Is that is that what we're doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you, you can sleep it off. Oh, perfect. You, perfect. you did your warm-up already. You can go uh, sleep it off in the dressing room for the next 45 minutes to an hour, and then you can get going. <laughs> um, yeah, this one was a little bit of a... It, it's what I expected out of this tournament, honestly. Kind yeah. of, it, it's The best way to describe it, I think, is the most expensive game of beer league you will ever watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's free because they don't get paid for this. Well, I mean, I guess there's the million dollar prize, so I guess it is kind yeah. of expensive that way. But. Okay, it's, it's expensive in the sense of who is on the ice. Yeah, put it that way. Like um, if a black hole opened up and swallowed up the entire arena, or just like the entire rink, like, and all the players fell yeah. into a a hole, it would, it would yeah. be an expensive uh, insurance claim. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, it was. It was all right. We got to see Troy Terry uh, do something. Skate around. Skate around. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, because he didn't do any of the events. Oh, this, obviously, the event, we didn't, yeah, we didn't talk was, about him in the skate. Yeah, kind, camp, of, so. kind of odd. 
was I, I guess he wasn't the only one that didn't do anything. Who else didn't? I don't think Stevenson did. No, I thought Stevenson was part of uh, one of the events. I'm pretty sure he was introduced for one of them. I forget which one. Let me maybe for the um, Tendy Tandem. He was a shooter. Uh, he was part of the fastest skater. Was he? Yep. Are you sure? Oh yeah, I, he was. I'm looking oh, yeah, at it right oh, yes. here. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Fourteen point one nine seconds. He was just right in the middle, I guess. Okay. Um. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I think everybody was a part of it except for. Except for him. Hmm. Why? Uh, that's weird that they didn't. Yeah, know, find somewhere for him to do something. Terry. Yeah. Doesn't uh, well, I mean, there's lots of golf courses in California. Why not put him into the uh, pitch and puck? Just have five guys in there. Like, there's no reason to only have four, unless he didn't want. Maybe he didn't want to do any of the events. I suppose that's a possibility. Yeah, that could be. He's like, guys, I just really wanted a break. <laughs> yeah, just happy to be there. I don't know. Yeah. I guess uh, Carlson didn't do any of the events. Eric Carlson. Um. Oh no, you're right. Actually, I know, but I know he. I think he was feeding passes though in the Tendi Tandem. He was okay. at least doing that. So, which yeah. we might have missed Troy Terry in there. It's possible, yeah. But it, it would be weird if he didn't do like didn't do a breakaway or a two on zero or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I suppose um, that's maybe. It? I don't know if there was any other guys that didn't do anything. Oh, Kaprizov didn't do anything. He, he did take shots in the Tendi tandem. But yeah, there was a surprising mm-hmm. amount of guys that didn't. And I, uh, and I, Jones think, said, I think Kaprizov was feeding passes for the accuracy shooting. Oh, okay. Makes sense. If I remember correctly. Passer. Yeah, I guess Jones did hardest shot. Sorry, I'm just taking a look at the rosters to see if uh, anybody stands out as not having done something. Um, Kevin Hayes. I don't think he did any of the events. Jack Hughes didn't do any. No, Kevin Kevin Rock. Hayes definitely yeah. did something because I because they had a whole like talk with him. Even I think. Oh no, he did the accuracy shooting. Uh okay. yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, they just. Oh yeah, here we go. Um. Oh, and Jack Hughes did as well. Um. Oh yeah, have, uh, Hayes did the accuracy shooting uh, and the fastest skater. Or no, sorry, that's Fiala. Never mind. I just searched Kevin. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Fucking Kevin. Um... Yeah. Barkov... Barkov didn't do much, but I know he did take some shots in the Tendi tandem. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, so I guess it's not... I don't know, it just stands but out. Like, like, I, oh, Troy Terry like, didn't just... do any of the events, but there was other guys that didn't specifically do just, an event. So. I just literally can't recall Troy Terry doing anything. Yeah. And maybe I just missed it. Who knows? But yeah, it's it's possible. But it's, anyways, yeah. he did uh, miss two shots in the Pacific versus Central game, first game of uh, Saturday. Yeah, and, had a uh, takeaway. Had a takeaway. It was a minus one. He's probably just like, you know what? It's better than in Anaheim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, that game was just kind of, I don't know. Like it, it started to ramp up for maybe like five minutes. It's always like that, it was, though. Otherwise, it was just kind of 
what I expected of it, which mm. is part of the reason I'm not soup like a, a, a big fan of the three on three format for the All Star game. It's just kind of it's it's kind of meh. I find. Yeah it it was really cool when they first started it, and when three on three didn't really have like a game plan to it. It was just. Yeah, I, I don't know. Go out and do stuff. Don't get scored on and score a goal. Like that was literally the game plan for three on three. But now it's like, okay, take your time, skate around with it, wait for an opportunity. And for an all star game, that just doesn't work. Yeah. And they they do try a little bit less on defense for the all star game, so you do end up with a few <laughs> more two on O's and back and forth, and especially when it's the Pacific who only has Eric Carlson as a defenseman, as a legitimate defenseman there. Yeah. The Central have uh, Makar, Jones, and uh, oh, who's the other Morrissey. one? Morrissey. Morrissey. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely a bit of a, a, a difference there. So that's like out of the out of the whole weekend. If there's one thing I could change, it would be go back to East West. And actually, no, not even East West. I would actually go back to the um, just two teams to, five on five. To, anyways, to the fantasy yeah. to the fantasy draft thing, though. Yeah, right. Yeah. That would be awesome. It would be to go but back to when that, like, that that was the mm-hmm. peak. That was the peak of the NHL All Star game. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and it's been downhill ever since that. But <laughs> with especially too, if they were like, oh, let's bring back the ret- like because it's reverse retro year again, yeah. and we're like, go, we're marketing it a little bit more this time because it did really well before. Let's bring back the West first East jerseys, but like put them in the bright, you know, Florida All-Star colors, the pink mm-hmm. and the l- bright blue and all that stuff. Is that not a great time to be like, okay, let's do East versus West? Five, yeah. five on five. Let's totally change things up. Let's go back to the way it was. Reverse retro jerseys and then reverse retro All-Star game like format. It's yeah. Yeah, it's not the best. I agree. I I do like the fantasy draft, and if they are going to go back to just two teams, that's what I would prefer. But if you're going to bring back those jerseys, do the East East versus West. Just fucking do it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, You have here the coach's challenge. Yeah, I... Yeah, like, I'm not upset that it happened because it's... The the coaches are there. There is money on the line, and it's part of the fun of it as well, where it's like, oh, yeah, they scored a goal, and oh, but I think it was offside, and then it's... But it's, that's it, not what people are there for. That's not what people no. are watching it for, right? Like, leave that mm-hmm. for the regular season. Like, like I, I, yeah. I do agree with. Uh, I was kind of laughing at this. It was uh, Elliot Friedman and Ron McLean on the Sportsnet panel agreeing mm-hmm. that, like, yeah, who cares about offside for the All Star game? Like, even with the yeah. million bucks on the line, right? Mm-hmm. Which is if like, it's like egregiously offside, then sure. Yeah, where it's well, like, then okay, can you call obviously. it right? But like, we don't need a yeah. challenge for in the All Star like, game that right? much. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, like sure, like, okay. It, it didn't take like a few minutes, like a lot of them do, right? It took. Well, yeah, because they probably looked at it and they were like, "Whatever, let's call it back." Yeah, exactly. But still, right? So, like, mm-hmm. I think the only good thing we've gotten out of an All Star game offside challenge is that clip of Eric Carlson from a few years ago where he just tosses his gloves, right? Yeah. That's the only good thing we have gotten out of it. Leave it out, all right? Like, the, the whole yeah. thing's about fun, mm-hmm. right? Like, and, 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 and I goals, think that's yeah. what the NHL somehow misses in all of this. There right? was, it is about yeah. fun. There was, I'm, I'm jumping ahead a little bit to the final game, but there was that penalty shot that Darlene got in uh, like the dying seconds. In a penalty. No, it shouldn't have been, but... <laughs> That's that's not something that's normally called in an NHL game as a penalty that shot. Sh- that should be called more because that is correct. 
Yeah, exactly. Like at, at that time, it it actually was. Um, and the ref, instead of calling a penalty for the last, I don't know, I think there was like 40 some seconds left. He was like, no, penalty shot. And then it's like, okay, that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And how about like, instead of putting someone in the box for two minutes in the All-Star game, it is just a penalty shot. You know, yeah, just I, full I, I on like, they, uh, like pond hockey style. One minute for penalties. But I do agree. Oh, yeah, yeah I just you just go straight to penalty uh, penalty shot. Three style. Right, like yeah, on, exactly. On NHL's, yeah, uh, and just because it's fun, and you know what, the the ref recognized that. Like, norm, like if this was a real game, he wouldn't have called that as a penalty shot. There's absolutely no way. But because it's for fun, he was like penalty shot, and that's exciting. Yeah. So that that I was happy about, but even though it wasn't really a penalty, so. <laughs> um, the Metro versus Atlantic. Oh, sorry, by the way, the Central beat the Pacific uh, 6-4. The Pacific then got to go enjoy the beach for the rest of the day, rest of the weekend. Yeah, the real winners here, really. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Playing the first game, <laughs> losing, and then you're good. You're off. It's like when you're at work and your boss is like, ah, it's a slow day. I'll, I'll let you go a couple hours early. Don't yeah, worry, exactly. you'll still get paid for it. Just just get out of here. Like, don't waste yeah. your time. It's a nice day out. Go <laughs> go grab some ice cream, head to the lake, and yeah, I'll, I'll oh, put no, an I extra, want ice cream. Fuck you. Put an um, extra 30 <laughs> bucks on your paycheck or whatever. So. Yeah. Uh, the Atlantic versus the Metro, if they do continue with the three-on-three, is how I want every single game to be. That was yeah. high intensity. Mm-hmm. Ovechkin is chirping Andre Vasilevsky. Yeah, right? Like, that is what I want. This yeah. was, like this is what I want to see. Like this is what would actually make the three on three format exciting for every game, mm-hmm. right? Ten like, six in a twenty minute game—that's almost and, a goal like, a minute. And, and like it was actually like it was an actual like competitive game. It wasn't mm-hmm. these guys just going out for a skate kind of thing. And oh, you have to put a couple pucks in the net. The fucking passing play from Crosby and Mc, and uh, not McDavid, Crosby and Ovechkin. That was which one? Like, which one? There was I, multiple. Okay. <laughs> the one that I'm thinking of is Crosby is in. Um, hold up, hold up. Uh, is on the facing the goalie. I forget who it was on uh, on that one. It was, might have been Vasilevsky. Um, the left uh, is on the, the goalie's goalie's right hand side. Passes it up to Ovechkin in the slot, who passes it back to Crosby. Passes it back to Ovechkin. Passes it back to Crosby and in in the span of like two seconds. Do you mean this one? Right here, which I'm going to quickly mute so we don't get flagged. <laughs> this one here with Crosby to Ovechkin. And then I think Kutrov steals the puck. And then Crosby like, nope, boop, boop. Oh, no, not that one. No, not, that's no, not that's the, the wrong one. one. The other one. Yeah, you're right. But, I mean, there was that one, too. So yeah, but it, you're but watching it's, you get to experience but yeah, both. Like, that was, like, the, the game itself and the intensity of it, that was fantastic. Yeah. Crosby and Ovechkin setting each other up like that, the like two, three times that they did, that was fantastic. The Kachuk mm-hmm. brothers on the same team, and you know, for the hometown crowd as well, Matthew Kachuk leading the way with uh, with goals and whatnot, that's yeah. fantastic. That is what I want out of this tournament, and I think that's what a lot of people want out of this tournament is just some oh, yeah. actual effort that doesn't make it a snooze fest. Oh, for sure, yeah. Uh, hold on, I did find the like, make other it one worth real quick. Something. I, I apparently just clicked on the wrong one because Crosby oh. and Ovechkin were, were too good here. <laughs> oh, let's go full screen. Oh, and it was uh, on Vasilevsky, yeah. Yeah, and he uh, he gives the puck away here too. He's like, oh, stretch pass right to Crosby. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, Crosby down. Just like, are you kidding me? <laughs> okay, here. I, I'm like, gonna literally t- I'm gonna just time- touch pass it. Okay, I'm going to time it from Crosby like giving off the first pass. Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, here, well, go, I'll wait for the back. replay here. 
because it it shows a, a much better angle. Is okay, it well, this is, is I don't think it's at full speed though. Well, this is this replay. is a different one, but oh. also the goalies came out to play with the uh, with with the the pads oh, and on. all. It was great. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, there was only a couple that didn't have it, but I like the new ones. So, oh yeah, it's not full speed, but still, just like disgusting and then vasilevsky you can just tell he's like shitting his pants because he's just like oh, oh, like looking back and forth and then there's literally nothing that you can do so his head you know. can't even keep up like by the time it's like to crosby and off his stick he's just starting to look at crosby yeah exactly so, okay, okay yeah, here we go. go go back and i'm going to time this here i want to see okay. how fast it was oh it's really choppy for me actually you might have to time it okay yeah it's uh, we're, we're really testing our internet bandwidth our, here our in the middle of butt yeah. fuck nowhere. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, not really, but it's it's pretty close. Uh, so time okay. it from when yeah, yeah. Cosby makes the pass, yeah, to it going in the net. And we'll see what we get. Two, two, two seconds flat, pretty much. <laughs> two seconds flat for five, yeah, five passes, right? Crosby, five passes and Michigan. in the net. To Crosby, to Ovechkin, to Crosby in the net. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, so it's just nuts. Um, they, they've got it labeled here as the, quote, Hall of Fame goal. Absolutely that is. I don't yep. care that it's an all-star game yep. and it literally doesn't count for anything. <laughs> Those are, that's the two best players in the world for the last 15 years and for a good decade as well, yeah. like combining in an all-star game to, to do that. Like, that yeah. is just absolutely nuts. And, and like th- like those teams were going for it too. Like yeah. you're not supposed to body check in these, and but like there were like there were guys taking there, guys some hits, into yeah. boards and like oh like, yeah, like, that was good. Mm-hmm. Give me that, and I will be happy. A yeah. large majority of your fan base for the NHL will be happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this goal here by uh, Crosby and Ovechkin that for this week and you know really forever. It's not the Hall of Fame, but it's uh. Just almost just as high of a, a standard here. A big energy move. Absolutely massive. And then one for the other goal that they got, the, the one that I showed first that was only like three passes or whatever, so less yeah. good. It's also a big energy move. And then and just for the dynamic of the two together, like oh, throughout absolutely. the whole weekend and just how much fun they had and like, yeah, they're rivals, but like obviously they're also like, I don't want to say friends, but they have a respect for each other, you know, in a way. Yeah. And 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 also for little Sergey as well. That was a, a big energy move. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, and then we got to uh, I I have this in here though. We uh, chronological order. Then we mm-hmm. have Fallout Boy, which I kind of realized after, like it wasn't planned the way that it happened. I guess necessarily in my head of oh hey these songs are coming out then we can talk about them and then they're going to play at the all-star game so yeah. i think we had the idea of okay we'll, we'll talk about them here before all like fallout boy got announced even for the game if i'm not mistaken i think so yeah uh, so i was just like okay that worked out perfectly mm-hmm. um but uh yeah came out uh to play love from the other side uh my songs know what you did in the dark and centuries the only thing i would have done differently is add um Sugar, we're going down at uh, at the end of it, or thanks for the memories. One of those two songs that's instead the only of centuries. Thing. No, no, no. Like in, like add. Oh, add, oh, yeah, add, yeah. Like add to that. Like make it. Oh, well, songs. yeah. They they couldn't though. Yeah. It's like that's it's three songs. That's all you have time for, kind of thing. Yeah. Like yes, it would have been fantastic for one of those ones because they are the stadium anthematic ones that you. That, that, yeah, I guess that you talked about last mm-hmm. 
episode. Um, so it would have been fantastic. But I mean, th- these three songs like still crushed it. So oh yeah, they totally did. So. But yeah. um yeah, and then uh I, I did have to laugh at this though from uh from Greg Wachinski there of ESPN. Uh he said on the drop, uh which is one of uh the shows that he does, uh Fall Out Boy said their only request from the NHL was copious amounts of pyro. Oh well, I'd say they delivered on <laughs> they that delivered. There was a lot. Pete Wentz had a flamethrower on the end of his base yeah. all a Nikki Six style. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> that was sick, yeah. Uh, I had to laugh um, at some of the comments of people saying like, oh, let's make like the shittiest ice in the NHL even worse. And it's like, <laughs> come on, <laughs> it's fine <laughs> before the final game. Um, but apparently, yeah. and I do feel bad for anybody that's listening to this and wasn't able to watch it live because apparently ESPN plus had this part blacked out. They didn't show it commercial. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> you, you can go back. It, it is on YouTube. So I yeah, just anyone that is like, they feel cheated just google follow boy all-star game yeah, show it, it, it's, it's, it's on there it's on follow boy's youtube channel if i'm not okay. mistaken so uh, yeah i saw it on sportsnet so it's out there it's like yeah. you, you can just find it anywhere yeah so. and it, it was yeah. a great performance the one thing i did laugh at though is like once the like one century was was done like the last song they just got the fuck off the stage <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> there was no like stop for a second wave to everybody then walk off it was just done get off <laughs> yeah <laughs> I did have to laugh at that, but yeah, I, I liked how the mascots kind of like introduced them as well. Like they did, yeah, like the, and the, Pete, the yeah. oh, like the arm thing. I don't know what it's called, and then the kind of the 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 wave or I guess whatever. yeah yeah yeah. So it was yeah, cool to have them. I would have I would have liked if they were like dancing in front of the stage and like mosh pitting around. But that I mean, I guess <laughs> I guess they are on ice, so maybe that's not fantastic. That's how you end up with every mascot in the NHL breaking all of their limbs. But it's uh. I mean, you could put a mat, like a little dance floor mat yeah. up there and have them mosh around. It, you, it would have been no, fun. but you, you have Gritty opening the pit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just running like full tilt. Could you imagine? He just like runs full tilt, like head down football tackle style at every mascot. <laughs> no, no, you have like you have the mosh pit going of the mascot and then you have Gritty run up on the stage to do a crowd surf. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> off the stage crowd surf with the yeah. other mascots. That would... Nobody catches Gritty. See, would this not have been fantastic? Come on, NHL. You, you missed an opportunity here. <laughs> uh, uh, hey, speaking N- of the mask... N- sorry, NHL, if you, if you want to hire us for your marketing efforts... Yeah. Can, we'll we'll choreograph can, the mascot can, chaos here. You can reach out to us on Twitter at Quack uh, at, uh, Report Pod. Yeah. Or, or our email. I, I did like... Um, I mean, having the mascots there is always fun, but... Um, there was a, I don't remember which one it was, but for one of the breakaway uh, challenges, I think they like a whole bunch of the mascots had signs in the, oh, yeah, those were in the crowd cool. that were yeah. like, you, you suck. And like, I don't even remember who it was for. Who was it? Was it a, wasn't like a truck? Um, it wasn't OVC. Oh, it, was, it, was was it, it was Pasternak, was it not? Or was it, uh, or was it Kucherov? I think for maybe one of for events. something. Yeah. Maybe um, the, the, the Tampa versus Florida thing there, but, um, yeah. Oh no, no, no! It it was it was uh, Pasternak for the Happy Gilmore uh, breakaway challenge. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah okay. Because oh, yeah, they also so. had the the girl like holding the, the the golf like the quiet signs, but like Pasternak telling everybody to get loud like Happy Gilmore did in the movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> fuck story. I'm still. <laughs> 
I was still laughing at like nobody catching gritty, like all <laughs> uh, like uh, like School of Rock, like the intro, yeah, like the, like the opening scene in that movie, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that's exactly what I thought of too. <laughs> that's or you do it with um, oh, what's the uh, what's the Tampa Bay Lightning's uh, mascot's name? Like you, you, something bug? No, no, no. I'm thinking of uh, Columbus. Never mind. Oh, what's um. Okay, I'm I'm searching it up here. Um, mascot, Thunderbug. You, you Thunderbug, do it. Yeah. You, you do oh, it with Thunderbug that nobody catches him because you're in Sunrise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I think that would have been funny. Yeah. Oh, but uh, anyway, yeah. it was a good show, and and yeah. like having the uh, the orchestra pieces out there as well was uh, yeah, that was good, was nice. So yeah. And then you get to the final of the Atlantic versus the Central, which is the first time in the three-on-three format that these two divisions have played in the final against each other. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the Atlantic being the Central 7-5, but the Central did not look like they wanted to be there at that point either. Yeah, so probably not. So, Yeah, and I mean, like, they also, um, like, they played the first game, didn't and do the second had, and then they had period, to wait and then had to do it back. For a while, yeah. yeah. It's, it's another thing that I think doesn't totally work about the, the three format. Three format. Yeah. yeah, I wonder if. Uh, yeah, I'm just curious. It looks like since they've done it, um, there was only been one time that. Oh no, sorry. It's happened twice out of the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven times they've done that format now. Twice the team that played in the first game that won has won it. Um, the other five times it's been the team that played second the se- in the second game won the finals. So because they're fresh, because they're fresh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the twenty twenty two, the Metropolitan Division, who played in the first game, beat the Central in the final, and then in the third year of the tournament, twenty eighteen, the Pacific Division. Uh, beat or who's in the first game then won it in the third mm-hmm. one so and also with this one um, it's just gone back and forth Pacific Metro Pacific Metro Pacific Metro up until this year yeah which is why I bet on the I actually bet on the all-star game for the Pacific division to win and yeah. I, yeah I lost it so <laughs> yeah at least you lost it by the first period. It wasn't like they made it to the finals, but then still lost. You just yeah. knew you were out right away. Oh no, so. it was it was just like the the winners of the first two games. Oh okay, just like who would make it to the finals. Oh so, gotcha. gotcha. Um, who did, did you get the though. second one right then? Yeah, I got the Atlantic right. So and I had it okay. as a parlay. So unfortunately, oh, okay. I didn't get anything. Didn't get anything anyways. But, yeah. So it's all right though. I only put a buck down on that. So yeah. Yeah, it's it's fun. It, it makes it uh, so that you actually care about the All Star game a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, it was nice to have new teams, you know, make it and have a different matchup for the final and have a different team actually win. So yeah. And and the hometown team too, I guess, with the Atlantic. Yeah, that's like, true. Technically, so that is true. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. Has that happened before? I don't remember. I'm not sure offhand. That's a, um, that's a that's a you figure it out. Thing. Yeah, because I still got it. Uh, still got it open. Um, mm, nope, not that one. Not that one. Not that one. <laughs> uh, St. Louis is in the central, so nope. And Vegas. Oh no, they're Pacific as well. 
so yeah, that first time actually for that tournament style that the home teams won. Sweet. Home division, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Okay. Um, anything else just in general about the All Star game or the weekend as a whole or Fallout Boy or not that I can think of offhand. I think I kind of got all my grievances out with it. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay, so do you have one last thing? <laughs> okay. Yes, the reverse retro jerseys all on the ice together, except for Seattle. That was good. I like good that to shit. watch. Oh that yeah, for the shit. the skills comp. Yeah, that was good shit. Fun. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I guess let's wrap things up with a little bit of ducks talk here. We're going to talk upcoming games. We've got two of them back to backs. Uh, so Monday, if uh, you're listening to this, the day it comes out. Uh, 5.30 p.m. Pacific time, we will be on the road facing the Dallas Stars. So, so I mean, everybody else coming off a break as well, so you can't really say, oh, the Ducks been off for a week, so see how this goes. Stars have also been off for a week, so. Yeah, they uh, they headed into the break um, on a 4-2-4 and record in their last 10. Uh, however, at yeah. home, they are 13-5-6. and Yeah. So I'm not sure what would be worse, yeah. like <laughs> a team that already has like basically no structure, not practicing their structure for a week or <laughs> the Dallas Stars who have a structure, but maybe a little rusty because they haven't practiced in a week. Like I said, I think Jake Gottinger is going to be like, I got snubbed for the All-Star game. He's going to be one of the few guys that I kind of cared about it, I think. Yeah. And should have been there, I, I feel. Over Saros, um, you think? Yeah, I, think I, would, I would agree. Yeah, not um, that Saros has had a had a bad season, but like yeah, but Fock with Ottinger, with so. the uh, with the one representative from each team, which I forget who I saw uh, say it. One adjustment that I think would be better overall if they if you want to keep with that representation thing, send two from each team. Maybe you, you make the teams a little bit bigger. Sure. Yeah. Well. But I think it's yes, but like I, I was just looking because at then, the time on then, ice then, here for like every, these guys. Like then everybody they only played. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but like they only like yes, the Pacific Division only played in one period. But like each of these guys only had like anywhere between five and seven minutes. Most of them kind of around six, yeah, minutes. So like that's not a, really a lot, anyways. So like if you keep the format the same. Got then you're cutting everybody's time in half, so everybody gets three minutes, so they get like three, maybe four shifts. So that's where you go to the full game, two teams, right? Because you could, like, you yeah, don't but then you still, have... so then you still even have more guys, so then you're having double the rosters. Yet, like, yes, they still have the potential to play for the full 60 minutes, but you're still having 36 guys, like 36 skaters on a team. Well, because each team, if if you're, yeah, 16, yeah, 30, 32 skaters. But remember, say like three of them are going to be goaltenders. So no, no, yeah, no but that's just 36 more. skaters. And then you have all your goaltenders because you have 20, you would have 24 forwards and 12 defensemen if you followed like a traditional roster. Yeah, fair enough. So it's, it, everyone's ice time still gets cut in half. I, I mean, you could do that. You could send two from each team to the weekend. Mm-hmm. Or one, or even just one guy to the weekend, but some of the guys are just there for the skills competition. Yeah, that could be. Mm-hmm. 
And right, then, yeah, you, yeah, you could totally have, like, say, for, for the Ducks, like, Trevor Zegers represent at the skills competition and then Troy Terry. But not, yeah, uh, or, uh, in the game, the game or not in the game either, yeah. too. It could just be Terry and Zegers might be in the skills competition but not play in the game. And then yeah. the game is, you know, your McKinnons, your Crosbys, your Ovechkins, your McDavids, like, the, those guys that ha- that are already, like, you know, 60 points on the season, 50 points on the season rather than... Terry and Zegras. Well, yeah, they're still having good seasons, especially considering the team they're on, but like, you know, still skilled and st- still skilled guys, but maybe not like deserving of playing in the All Star game, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Um, anyways, yeah. So Ottinger got snubbed for the All Star yeah. game and he's going to be pissed about it. And his first victim is going to be the Anaheim Ducks, uh, probably shutting them out. So, yeah. Oh, you're calling a, a shout-out. Oh, yeah, I guess you yeah. said that. I, I, I called that, uh, I think, last week. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, don't have my uh, score prediction sheet up here. But, yes, I do have a uh, something to zero penciled in here for the uh, Dallas game. Yeah. So. Um, I'll go 3 nothing. Yeah, it makes sense. That's, uh, you know, let's pull this up so everyone can see me enter it. 3 nothing for... Dallas. Is that the first? Sorry, can we? Or I guess, sorry, make mm-hmm. your prediction and then I okay. want to check if any, if either of us have actually predicted a shutout this year. I oh, yes. Yes, we, have we definitely we? have. Yeah. Uh, but I'll, we'll go back to it. I'm saying uh, four. You know what? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do four one finals until it happens because apparently that's what I did <laughs> the two other games. And yeah, I'll go for Dallas as well. There you go. Well, sorry, your, your microphone's crackling a little bit. That was it. Again. Yeah. Is it? Yep. Yep. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. We're almost done anyway. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll still say Dallas. Uh, yeah, we have predicted shutouts before because remember there was that. Uh, I did a 4 nothing Vegas because that's um, oh yeah right. what had happened at one point previously. And then during the dark times where we got shut out in back-to-back games. Oh, yeah, I predicted. Then we both predicted yeah, shutouts for a few games. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> we did three okay, games in yeah. a row there. Yeah, uh, And then I think there might have been a... Yeah, I did a three nothing Seattle at one point, and a four nothing against Toronto. <laughs> oh no, yeah, four nothing win, which we actually ended up winning four three. So yeah. Oh yes, because I, I thought it would be funny if Anaheim beat Toronto fans just embarrassingly. Yeah, that's right. I uh, mean, yeah, they still like got pretty it. riled up about it. They did, yeah. It just wasn't as chaotic. So, yeah, you, yeah. this is your for, first prediction for a shutout. Oh, no, it's not, because you did no. these three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But okay. those were dark times. We were in in very dark places. So yeah. your, your first shutout prediction and just, you know, normal ducks sucking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, okay. And then moving on to the Blackhawks on Tuesday. So back-to-back game. Uh, the Blackhawks are six four and zero heading into the break. Um, they're nine sixteen and two at home. However, you kind of want to make that nine or that nine turn into a ten sixteen and because uh, Bedard two because Bedard. Yeah. Yes, especially over the last uh, week or so here, going through Western Canada, which. Unfortunately, Connor Bedard's. Uh, it, it's maybe a good thing that we didn't go to that game, that that we weren't able to go to that game. I should say, uh, yeah. that was here in Lethbridge. Um, 
considering he scored no points that night. Uh, the Lethbridge Hurricanes breaking Connor Bedard's point streak at 35 games where he put up, if I remember off the top of my head, 44 goals and 90 points. Yeah. <laughs> like, can you imagine having a 35-game a a point streak? And like, it's not even like, oh yeah, 44 points during that time, just 44 goals alone? Yeah. Over a point <laughs> per game or over a goal per game pace? And then you t- you put in assists and you're at like two points a game. That's nuts, man. Mm-hmm. Absolutely nuts. So yeah, I can't imagine the people that like paid. If anybody did actually bite on those tickets that were like, you know, 100, 200 bucks just for a single ticket to go see oh, that I, and Bedard I, doesn't I, even I, do anything. I saw one that got listed for 275 Yeah, for a single nuts. ticket. Yeah. Which I don't think it sold. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, probably not. Also, the Pats, the Regina Pats that Bedard plays for, still won the game too without him which yeah. is kind of funny but <laughs> oh but, but um yeah. yeah for this one because chicago was uh doing quite a bit better as well heading into um these games uh just for reference as well the anaheim ducks were four five and one in their last 10 and on a three game winning streak so i guess anaheim was doing well as well mm-hmm. uh the chicago blackhawks uh were six four and oh uh, and had and had just lost their last game heading into the break. Um, I'm gonna go three to Chicago. I feel like it's still gonna be a tight game. That's fair. Um, keep in mind, we still probably will see see Stellars in this one since it's the second half of a back to back. This will be Chicago's first game back uh, from the break as well. Um. I think, uh, yeah, I forgot the Ducks were, had won three in a row before then. So, like, I, I don't think they win against Dallas, but, it, I mean, maybe they got a little bit more mojo and chemistry developing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it might take a game to get back into that. And, and, I mean, it's also the Dallas Stars who, are they not still first in the division? Or Yeah, they are. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, they are up on the Winnipeg Jets by one point, but Dallas also has a game in hand on one peg. Yeah. Uh, Dallas also fifth in the league. Yeah, not bad. Um, but, you know, I think they figure things out a little bit in the, the very, very brief time between Dallas and Chicago. I'm going to say, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep the score the same, 3-2, but I'm going to say in favor of Anaheim. All right. I like it. I yeah. like it. Oh, I guess I didn't put this back <laughs> up, but there we go. There's the proof. 3-2. <laughs> Anaheim, 3-2 Chicago. There we go. I like so, it. Yeah. All right. Well, I, uh, I guess that's about it here for this uh, episode of The Quack Report. So we will be back on Wednesday for our live episode that you can find over on our channel at Quack Report Pod on YouTube or on Twitch and engage with us in the chat there. And in the meantime, we are on Twitter and Instagram at Quack Report Pod. And Nate, if people want to... Uh, commiserate with you on how just awful the all-star game is uh, where can they do that at uh you can do that with me uh on twitter at tate nomas t-a-t-e-n-h-o-m-a-s sounds good and uh if you talk some more follow-up boy with me you know let's make it a let's make it a thing and I me mean, with nate as well he also likes follow-up yeah. boy you can do that at carter underscore pots p-o-t-t-s underscore 97 on twitter and uh, Nate is preparing something here. I got the Funko Pops. There it is. Nice. Patrick. <laughs> Sick. All right. We'll see you guys on Wednesday. In the meantime, have a good one and go Ducks go.